Freestyle <laughs> Yes, it is me. How you doing? What's up, guys? Let me adjust this mic. Yeah. Hey, how you doing today? I know, I know, right? Surprised to hear from you. <laughs> well, welcome to season three of Freestyle Friday. All right, if you hear a lot of noise... It's because it's like when I'm recording right now, it's like five o'clock in the morning. Um, stomach's growling. But I woke up last I woke up last night about I woke up about four o'clock every morning, but this morning I woke up about two o'clock. And I was like I finished um looking at the surviving R. Kelly series just early yesterday. And it just brought a lot of stuff to my mind. And I wanted to share it with you guys. All right. So I'm not going to take long. At this moment, it's five o'clock in the morning. My kids wake up at seven. I have to finish my homework, finish my paper and do my hair before they get up, which all of that is not going to get done. So uh, some of it's going to suffer, but I can't spend too much time with y'all today because I have all of that to do before the kids wake up. So. There are three things I want to talk about, and we're going to go to a commercial break, and then I will start these things, okay? See you in a second. What's up? It's Heavy D. Every podcast, we want to come to you with topics that you want to hear about, but that's just it. We don't know what you want to hear about unless you let us know on Facebook at DistractNet, on Twitter at Distract underscore net, on our website, www.distractionnetwork.com, or email us at thedistractionnetwork at gmail.com. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Just to give you a quick peek behind the curtain, you know what I'm saying? When I record, well, I'm a former rapper, so... Even though I'm recording a podcast, I record my podcast just a little bit different. I need to stand up to record because that's the way I'm used to being in front of a microphone. I've been doing it for, before I started doing podcasting, uh, 10 years, just a decade, more than a decade. I think the first time I made a song was in 2000. The first time I actually made a song, recorded a song was in 2000, so... The first time I made a podcast was 2015-ish, I think. So, 15 years of standing up from in front of mics, that's what I'm used to doing. So, I record my podcast standing up, which is why um, you get my whole voice. <laughs> and I'm always in front. I'm in front of the mic like a rapper. The rap, the mic is damn near. I could stick my tongue out if this mouth guard went in the way. Sneeze guard went in the way. I could lick the microphone. So, <laughs> um, second thing is I require to be drinking something most of the time when I'm in the booth. Like right now, coffee. I needed some coffee. So when I first came on, if you noticed, my voice was a little bit dry. I needed coffee bad. And during that commercial break, which might have been eight seconds to you, 
uh, 15 seconds to you or 30 seconds to you. I don't know. I didn't put in a commercial yet. <laughs> I had to take five minutes and go get me some coffee, man. I need something to drink. So, Surviving R. Kelly. And I, I watched that. I started watching it. I saw a little piece of it. I walked in the room. My wife was watching it live when it came on uh, the first to think I came in the middle of the second one. And I was like, oh, they got a documentary about R. Kelly. Did you know he trash? Like, huh. I'm going to have to say allegedly this whole thing, but allegedly he's trash. My wife is like, nah, he's not allegedly trash. He is trash. But the things that he did is all alleged. Most of it. So she's like, why would you say that? I was like, well, I think my wife feels the same way. But I'm not 100% sure because we haven't actually talked about it yet. But um, I explained to her about how old I was when I found out he married a 14, 15-year-old. And how bad I felt whenever the video came out. Huh. Ten years, not even ten years later. Maybe ten, eight years later or whatever like that. And when I was old enough to recognize then, this guy is sick. Allegedly, I guess I should say allegedly. I don't know where to say allegedly in this whole shit. So, but I know I can't just say alleged at the beginning and then remind you that it's alleged at the end and it'd be good. So, I'm on pin cushions this whole time, but he can't sue me. I ain't got no money. But I don't have, like, rich people money. I could probably pay a couple of his bills, but then my family suffer. Then he got to die, which I'll get to later. Um, <laughs> So, the first thing I want to bring up is from watching that show is where were Aaliyah's parents during the whole situation? Um, of course, you know, like, uh, I think it was R. Kelly's manager. Aaliyah is like their niece or something like that. But, Oh. So that means that there were people around Aaliyah. Somebody was in that. And they had to know what was going on the whole time because family brought her to R. Kelly. Family was around R. Kelly the whole time. There was always someone nearby that knew what was going on. And it was obvious to the media if it's obvious to the media then you know there's things going on in the background the reason why it was brought to the media's attention in the first place we hear about r kelly and Aaliyah, and Aaliyah was a child at that time i, I got i have a daughter almost Aaliyah's age i have a daughter that is Aaliyah's age when she met r kelly <laughs> and i'll be down and we'll get to that later but her parents enabled R. Kelly, allegedly. Well, 
I guess this is the part that I don't have to say allegedly. Well, I guess I could say allegedly enable R. Kelly because they let their daughter around that monster. They let that guy have the way with the daughter. They had to have known about it because family were in the room. And after it all happened and during the whole situation, when it came out, nothing came out. Nothing said by the parents. Parents said nothing. I don't remember them saying anything. I was pretty young back then. I did some quick research. Didn't see anything about the parents stepping up, talking about anything. Not back then. Not now. About their daughter. He married <laughs> their daughter. And he's still alive. At age of what, 14? 15? I think they said she was 15. And they forced it to be 18. Where were the parents? Okay. She's on tour with a superstar. Um, They find out they're having sex and everything like that. It is the 90s, so you don't have cell phones back then. You communicate through landlines. But you find out this guy married your daughter. And you're not outraged. Your daughter's 15. Where were Aaliyah's parents? That's that's my biggest question in this whole thing. All of this could have stopped 20-something years ago. None of anything else in this timeline would have been happening because R. Kelly will be getting his asshole widened in a jail cell. If Someone would have took action there. There's there's physical proof there. There's all kind of proof there. I do want to say rest in peace, Aaliyah. And I didn't know that she had a grown-ass baby. Like, I didn't know she had a child to begin with, but I didn't also didn't know. Oh, that was horrible. But I also didn't know that she had a child that is grown. <laughs> So that is weird. Um, that's that's something I just researched yesterday when I looked up. But yeah, I, th- there's one person you can't you can't blame Malia doing that whole thing because she was her age. Um, people think they're grown at the age I was that age before. <laughs> I'm like three times the age now, <laughs> but. That's that's that. I don't put any blame on her, but her parents, the her overseer who was there, which I think is her uncle, who brought her to. Well, her parents and the overseer brought her to R. Kelly, but the overseer was like his manager, and R. Kelly, all them need uh, some discipline of any type of not any sort, but it it should be scaled. All of them needed to be in trial at that time, but. If the parents would have took real action and did what they were supposed to do as parents to keep a monster off their child or to react to a monster molesting their child, then none of this story would have been able to continue. Like, he, he wouldn't be able to make music from jail. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to molest other girls and rape other girls. I can't say rape. I'm, well, it's statutory rape. So, rape other girls and molest other girls. 
and control other girls in the future. So we don't know how long this has been going on. And the first thing I wanted to bring up was it could have stopped over 20 years ago with that. That's a big thing that happened that he was allowed to pass over bigger than the P tape <laughs> was no charges being pressed against him with this whole Aaliyah thing. Here's the second thing I wanted to bring up. <clears throat> Some of these women are grown. Like, so I do want to bring up that I think in a on a different pattern when it comes to these grown ass women. Um, I'm not talking about the ones that was introduced to him at 15, 16, 17 years old, 18 years old. And then from there were manipulated into being a sex slave. But once you're up there in age and you're grown and you get to make your own decisions, um, the older you get, the more, the younger you are, the closer you are to, um, your teenage years of being raised by your parents, the more your decisions are based off of what you was brought up to do. And all in all, once you're grown, you're going to make your own decisions, right? So at certain ages, like the 30 year old women, mid twenties and stuff like that, the girl that was in college and just left college, things like that. Um, I can't feel the same way about them that I feel about the little children that he molested. Here's why. Um, to a certain well, to a certain point, you have to be accountable for your own actions as an adult. If you and and, and the parents should see that as well. So I have children as well, and I'm thinking about if my children are grown. If my children become grown and they decide to go be a sex slave in a coat, I'm not gonna like it. I'm definitely not gonna like it. I'm be outraged about it. I will continue to talk to my children. If they decide to cut themselves off for me, I just remember that I have a child somewhere in a coat um, doing things that I probably would not approve of. But all in all, those are her choices. or Those are his choices as grown people. So we, I grew up in pimp culture, so... Um, I've always thought it was wrong and I always thought that pimps that um train <laughs> R. Kelly uses that word, train young girls like teenage girls, girls in high school, stuff like that, I think of them as evil, like they should be stabbed, bleeding on the streets, left to die. Um but there are certain women in this world and I know I know, I personally know a lot of women like that because of a previous career I had. But um there's certain women in this world that prefer someone demanding and controlling like that. They prefer that in their life. So they don't want to make decisions. And if they have to take a punch in the face every once in a while, like it's a sad thing, but that's them. That they would take that so they don't have to make a decision in their life. I know males and fem- I know a male and I know females like that all day. Um, so I say that to say there there are people in this world who like 
who prefer to be um, controlled because it makes life easier for them. Um, for example, one person I know, sip, sip, let me sip some coffee. For example, one person I know was a executive, um, 26, 27 years old, was an executive in a company, a very famous company. Not very famous, but a known company. We'll say it like that. And that executive, uh, once I left the area, left, I say, once I left the area that I knew them at, I found them about carried one by seven years later and they were homeless on the street and i was feeling bad for him like hey you going from this to this what's wrong um he started they started doing drugs and basically what it was was they got tired of that pressure they didn't want any pressure in their life anymore so they decided to live off their savings and do what they want to do and some of that was drugs and some of that was sitting on the streets. <laughs> so he still had money. He just wanted to take a while. And when I say he, I mean he or she because it's a day situation. <laughs> nope, I didn't hide it. But he um he decided that he wanted to take some time and have no pressure in his life at all. Um, he's back working now. Uh, he just needed that time to um, collect himself, as I could say. It was too much pressure. And now he's working at a place where he's just told what to do, and he goes and do it. He makes no decisions. He just makes a lot of money doing stuff. <laughs> so it's it's pressures in life that people don't want in life. So some people are like that. I know a lot of women. Like I said, I do know a lot of women like that. Um, I know a man like that that is in a... He's part of a, I call it a cult. He's in a cult and they are in cults because they don't want to make decisions. I know women with babies that go and sell themselves so they can make all the money that they can. And I'm not just talking about like hoeing. I'm talking about like working anywhere in the sex field to make all the money they can while they're, while they can off their bodies still going to school because once they hit older, once they get older, they're going to have to find jobs once their body don't do it for them um but it's decisions that people make in life and the reasons why they make those decisions it's not up to us to discriminate when they are grown so i personally think and, and it's a lot of people that's not gonna like that but i think when people are grown just leave them alone <laughs> uh, so my whole thing against r kelly is about the whole children session of it i don't like that he beats women either but um i don't have much to say about that right now i don't like anybody i don't think if you are in a relationship with anyone you have the right to hit that person i don't care if it's a um male male relationship a male female relationship uh you should not hit the person you are in a relationship with and men shouldn't hit women to begin with <clears throat> so that that's my thoughts on hitting women but my biggest problem is the rape and child molestation because he's a monster
right. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is this monster, right? A alleged monster. I can still, I don't have to say alleged right here either. He's a monster to me. I think he's a monster. So in the beginning of surviving R. Kelly, they talked about something I never knew about R. Kelly. I didn't know he was molested and um him and one of his at least one of his brothers was molested when they were kids. Um, by a neighbor or some someone in the neighborhood. And just to let you know, there was a lot of that stuff going on. I um I have a similar situation in my life. Um, except it was a girl and she was like maybe four years older than me. So maybe somebody was molesting her and she was taking it out on me. Either way, didn't care. I knew what I was doing. Actually liked it. <laughs> but um I didn't turn out to be what this guy is. Um but I, I do a research. I have I don't have a psychology degree, but I've taken a lot of classes in psychology and I said a lot. I've taken like three or four classes. So and they're all in my transcripts for anyway. So with this being said, a lot of classes that I've taken do mention what a lot of the sexual um portions of the class and when they talk about psychology and sex they talk about the deviation about what happens with children when children are molested and how they bring that into sex when they get older because if you are molested as a child if you're molested in your um puberty years you think of sex as something completely different right so and i try to look at the whole picture of everything so and i always try to figure out why people act the way they act most of the time i can figure people out um it's on it's i'm not gonna say it's only been one or two times it's been a few times where i couldn't figure someone out or why they did some stupid shit and when i'm when i can't figure it out i definitely stay away from people like that so in life i try to figure things out because there's a reason behind almost everything that's the reason why I ain't even going to get into um, this presidential stuff. Although, I do want to say I woke up and I saw that R. Kelly was in Donald Trump's hotel. R. Kelly spends money with Donald Trump. I think they're equally monstrous, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, when you hear people describe R. Kelly, they always say two things. They say there is a R. Kelly that's a robber. R. Kelly is the happy-go-lucky, fun person that you see out front. That's the persona that's out front. And Robert is the deviant behind closed doors, the monster behind closed doors that no one actually really gets to see, right? I would beg to differ and say that we've seen this a few times uh, in interviews. Now, what I will say is that through the psychology class, we're taught that when children are molested, um, most of the time they bring that into what they believe a sexual relationship is once they get older, which is why they prey on because they prey on younger people as well. <clears throat> so 
the truth is, the way that he was probably molested as a child is probably horrible. If if it would have stopped there and he was to make it and become famous and then he was to do a tell-all back in the 90s about what happened to him when he was a kid, he would probably be in therapy for the rest of his life, but it would be a heartbreaking story, right? Um. People who have been done like that most of the time become sexual monsters. And all of these allegations that these women are talking about, um, what they talk about, uh, how he changes, it's always connected to sex. Uh, so this guy may only know one way when it comes to that. He's recording everything. <laughs> but he's also maybe he's recording himself and seeing himself as, as he's recording himself as Robert and seeing himself as R. Kelly. I'm not going to get into that because that's not um, my forte. That's for somebody who gets paid and has a degree to discuss and talk to about. But I think that that molestation is probably a curse on him for the rest of his life where sets becomes aggressive demeaning to the other person and nasty um like in comparison 50 shades of gray where the guy um it's a lighthearted story and a very well-selling story i think the book is trash because uh <laughs> well i ain't gonna say the book is trash i think the book is decent um we have black writers like zane that writes a lot better but none of those movies are made into none of those books are made into movies when the books are way better than shit for 50 shades of gray i think it's just because it's white people in 50 shades of gray anyway so um in 50 shades of gray the guy um uh, it's a little he connects everything aggressively to sex i'm gonna say everything he connects sex aggressively. It's only one way that he knows how to go. And that's all the way when it, when it comes to sex. Even though he's deeply in love and passionate with his girl sex, it's rough. So it's it's kind of that same connection um, as you get farther into the whole R. Kelly story. And to try to find out why he is what he is, which is a monster. Um, So that, that's another thought that I had. And wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. Which still, to me, don't excuse them, which is going to get me to my final point. Are you in the know? Do you want to know the latest happenings, where to go? In today's world, it's all about encounters, learning, growing, living. It's time to do more than just exist. It's time to have an encounter. Life-changing, mind-blowing, impactful, beneficial encounters. And it's all right here at your fingertips. Encounter the magazine. Have you had an encounter today? www.encounterthemagazine.com www.facebook.com forward slash encounter me too. Encounter me too at gmail.com. That's encounter me the number two at gmail.com. Encounter the magazine. Before I get to my final point, I forgot something. I talked about Aaliyah's parents. Why is Aaliyah's parents? Why not not around, not saying anything, 
how did they let they go down in the beginning? Here's something else we need to talk about, right? That Aaliyah thing happened like in 94. It's 2019. In that Survivor R. Kelly series, some of these people in 2016 and 2017 letting their kids go around R. Kelly. Talking about, oh, we didn't know. We thought he was acquitted. So, he, we, since he was acquitted, uh, we didn't think nothing happened. For real. Because, so, we let our child around him and said, hey, we need to be around our daughter. And, man, fuck that. Dog. I'll tell you one thing. It's too much evidence out there <laughs> to say that R. Kelly didn't do anything that they said he did. Now, it's too much motherfucking evidence out there to let your children around R. Kelly. Like, and I'm not saying there's too much evidence out there to um, believe he's guilty, to not believe he's guilty. I believe that he was sentenced not guilty. I mean, he was uh, found not guilty. So there's going to be people that really believe he's not guilty. Right? But there's so much evidence out there. So you have all these videos that he records. And somehow, no one has them. Um, you have a marriage certificate to Aaliyah. So you know he was fucking Aaliyah when she was at least if if she was on if he was only having sex with Aaliyah once they got married. You're talking about fifteen year old. You're talking about a twenty seven, twenty eight year old. Right? Um, you have allegations before that. You have allegations after that. But you also have a piss tape where he's peeing on a 13 or 14 year old girl who he's been already messing with as they allegedly say for two years you have a singer who verifies that it's a niece you have her friends that verifies that that's her you have a whole trial that went on <laughs> where everything was put on front street that should be enough evidence for people to keep their kids from around r kelly like i don't understand why <laughs> i didn't understand i did not have sympathy for the parents at all because those parents know R. Kelly. You if you, you cannot the first thing you think about when you think about R. Kelly, right? To me, is probably I well, I'm gonna say me. First thing I think about when I think about R. Kelly, I believe I could fly. Second thing I think about when I think about R. Kelly is when I was in my uncle's trailer and it came on the news because we didn't my, my parents couldn't have, didn't have cable, we was poor. Um came on the news that R. Kelly and Aaliyah was married. And the whole discussion that they had on that. And brings me to him being a child molester. So first thing, I believe I could fly. Second thing, child molester. Now, I kind of feel bad about that. Because after that, um, from the conversation that all the adults had in the room, it came out to be, oh, she's grown. They really love each other. They just fell in love because they're around each other a lot. Um, it's definitely okay. So I ain't think about it. I was nineteen. I was four. It's about twelve at that time. So I ain't really think about it. Um, much anymore after that. And all uh, his songs came out. His albums came out. TP Two dot com used to be my favorite album of his, right? I guess technically it still is my favorite album of his because I, even though I don't listen to it and stuff, that's like the album I would go back to if I listened to his trash. Um, 
So since I don't listen to him, there'll never be another song that I like of his, which means that it was it was my favorite album when I left. Anyway, so yeah, that's just me being too technical about what I say. But um, I think it was TV2.com. I was in the Navy, and I was jamming that CD. Um, we was out in the middle of the ocean, supposed to be all quiet and shit, because <laughs> we hunting people. And I'm up there um, jamming uh, to some R. Kelly. But then a couple of weeks later, I think it was that cruise that the uh, tape came out. And from that tape, man, um, I was somewhere between 17 and 19. I can't remember exactly when I saw that tape. But I was somewhere between 17 and 19. And in that tape, from what I saw, that girl was too young for me. And I knew then, like, this guy's problem. And then I go back to this whole Leo thing, and I was like, oh, that was really wrong because as a 19-year-old now, a 17-year-old now, 18-year-old now, 19-year-old now, 14, 13, 14, 15 is just stuff that I don't look at. Like, bar none is if it's illegal or not, that's too young for me to look at. Like, in my mind, like, I don't find anything attractive to anything like that. So how can he, at this time, the girl is like 13, he might be 34, 35, 36. This is an old-ass dude. So I knew that many years ago, there would be no chance in hell, even if I was, if I would have kept rapping and I was in the music industry and R. Kelly comes around the corner and I got my kids with me. Nah, we going, we, we going the other way. You better not say shit to my kids or it's, it's on. Like, he can't say, hey, <laughs> like, and I'm so serious about that. So I don't understand why these parents are letting their kids around R. Kelly still on day of million. All this evidence out here that's pointing to him praying on kids. And that's all I got to say about that. Like these parents need to get their shit together. And they don't be letting him take your kids, then be outside. They want to throw rocks up and crying about it shit um you knew and you let that happen so i do while i have a lot of remorse for those kids and a little bit of remorse for those women i have no remorse for those parents like they know better i did not hear a parent say yeah i was sitting around minding my own business my daughter raising my daughter and we were well there was a couple of a woman that said that in Chicago, raising my daughter, minding my own business, and then just up and found out she was going over to R. Kelly house. That's a little bit different. And I did hear one, I think it was one woman that had that issue. Um, That's a little bit different. But the ones that was like, yeah, we wanted her to have a better singing career. She wanted to sing, so we gave her the blessing and made her. Nah, fuck that. Nah, fuck y'all. Anyway. Now, let me get to the final point. All right, so I alluded to it plenty of times. Why the fuck is R. Kelly still living? Um, <laughs> If you count 88, 
We're talking about over 30 years of devious action, most of them towards kids. Some of them towards kids. We're going to say most because <laughs> um, at least some towards kids. If all these parents are angry and all of these children are getting messed up um, behind R. Kelly, then shouldn't someone has already taken his life? One, one of these women that's been in this cult could have taken his life. One of these parents could have taken his life. Um, somebody randomly, if somebody can go, um, try to assassinate a president, somebody get to R. Kelly. Like, why is he still living? Like, <laughs> that that's all I have to say. I don't have much to say about that, other than I don't understand how all of these people got all this grief towards R. Kelly, but he's still breathing. Had to sip some coffee. Anyway. To follow me. Just go to. www.distractionnetwork.com My Twitter is there. My Instagram is there. You can also check out the other podcast. That's on the network. Discussions. There. You can. Also, follow it on iTunes, follow it on Google Play, but most importantly, go check it out at the website. Um, we're adding editorials. We're adding YouTube channels. There's a lot going on there. I'm trying to brand it. and trying to bring it forward. This is a black-owned, black-owned, I own it, a black-owned podcasting network that we need to try to get growing. Support your minority entrepreneurs. <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. Be safe. Holla. I'm focused on that finish line. Developing a strong mind. Years ago, they stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's all right because I'm on the grind.